Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss and gush over Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, David. Hello, Chris. Did I say something funny? I don't know. I'm just chuckling. <laughs> the funny minute. Uh, we are joined. <laughs> it is so not a funny minute. <laughs> It's already started. Hey, so we are joined today by Alex Robinson from the Star Wars Minute. Hey, Alex. Hey, everybody. It's me, Alex Robinson <laughs> from Star Wars Minute. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Welcome back. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. So we are on. Uh, we are on minute ninety-five. Uh, ninety. <laughs> yeah, minute ninety-five starts with Chekhov uh, saying kilometers. Uh, and ends a minute later with the USS Reliant exploding. Big explosion. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Um, so yes, uh, Chekhov saying uh, he's finishing uh, his his uh, update to Kirk from the last minute. Uh, they are only apparently only four thousand kilometers away uh, from Reliant. And my note here was that never has that distance been spoken with such regret. Oh, I was. <laughs> He is like, I, I from that that line. I totally feel like I made a mistake coming back with them on the Enterprise. Like he could have, <laughs> like he could have been left on, you know, the space station. Oh yeah, and he'd be he'd be a okay. He'd be a okay. Well, he couldn't he couldn't go Duh. on knowing that all his companions were killed because he wasn't there to help, right? No, imagine the guilt, right? If so, if the Enterprise was destroyed and everybody on the crew, you know, all this 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 band of uh, friends and colleagues that have been together, for, you know, they were, they were on a five-year mission together and he's the only one that survives because he chickened out <laughs> and stayed on the station. The guilt, he wouldn't be able to live with himself. I don't recall. Uh, is, is human Rand in this movie? She is not in this one. I think she has a cameo in the next. Yes. I think a cameo in the next. I think, I think you're right. So if the enterprise blew up, yeoman, yeoman Rand would feel very guilty that she was not there to, uh, to help them out or nurse Chapel. is that her name nurse chapel nurse chapel yes yeah she's a she's a doctor now i think right don't we learn that in Ooh. the motion picture wait isn't that one before this uh. one? Oh, so she's a doctor <laughs> okay i see what you mean so yeah so she's yes, a doctor yes, there is. The, uh, she finally graduated yeah there is a film before this one we've heard a rumor that there was a a prequel to this yeah are you guys eventually going to double back and do that one to, to, to do the miracle of time travel I think we're contractually obligated now that we've started this thing that we've got to do them all. Yeah. So yes, at some point, at some point, the motion picture is on the docket. You're it in the is. same boat we are, where now that they're making new Star Trek movies, you could be doing this for the rest of your lives. Yeah, and we started at a 13 film deficit. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they already made. Real. It's gonna be a long time before <laughs> you get to beyond. Um, you just made me think of that whole. Wow, we got to go through all those movies, eh? One, so, thing I, one thing about this minute that I thought was interesting is that they really um, it's it's easy to forget that the bridge is looking at a view screen and not a window. You know what I mean? Like they're just a bunch of people mm. in, a, in a room watching a TV screen the same way we are when we watch TV. So it's like when they're showing the ship and it's, it's getting all distorted and digital and, you know, broken up. It kind of really reminds you that, oh, yeah, they're just sitting watching TV this whole time. It's not like, you know, a window. So uh, strange. But you know, to that point, Alex, I had a note about that too. So uh, when they when we get to see out 
the the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get to see out the view screen what, of what they're looking at. They're looking at the Reliant and it looks like it's right outside the window, right? They, but right. we know they're 4,000 kilometers away. Why would they not turn the zoom off? Don't Just you think so- that would give them a, a little more reassurance that, look how tiny it looks. We're far away now, but they've got it zoomed in so they look like they're parked right next to it. Yeah, we've talked about that several times about like things that we think we yeah sitting looking at a view screen you you think you're looking at uh, you know you think of spaceships and I'm going to bring up you know Star Wars here like when you're in the cockpit of an X-wing you are looking out the window but you know when you're on this big giant ship you're looking at you know whatever angle you want to look at and obviously they're looking behind them yeah it's it's disor uh, it's weird to be reminded of that in scenes like this like where it gets all pixelated and stuff. Uh, I really like Sulu's line here of, we're not going to make it, are we? And uh, very, very grim and sober Sulu. Yeah. Um, and, and again, not no one's panicking. Don't you think at this point, you know, he'd be freaking out? We're not going to make it. Well, I think Kirk panics because he immediately focused on him and he like, he immediately looks over at David like, well, are we going to make it? Yeah. David says no. No, new, no not on the docket. David says not. David says no. Um, yeah, and we should get more helpless Kirk, and uh, and I'm actually sitting the same way he is right now as we're watching. <laughs> as I'm scrubbing through this, I feel the same as he does. Um, That's funny because I feel the same as Khan. <laughs> <laughs> All burned up and <laughs> dragging yourself over the desk. Yeah. I love Ricardo Montalban in this movie. Yes, he's fantastic. Uh, Do you love does... his uh, his subtleties or his? <laughs> oh, does he have his subtleties? Over... <laughs> his over the top villainy. Not yeah, no, nice. I just love that he's so. I love that he's so um, so over the top about it. It's uh, I don't know. It it seems to really fit with the uh, like if you're gonna have if you're gonna go action with Star Trek then good go action go big go operatic and over the top and uh, nobody does that better than ricardo montalban <laughs> yeah he nails it he eats up every scene uh and I, I i don't i don't know if you know this alex we talked about that in when they filmed the movie that uh they filmed all cons all of con stuff was filmed before um anybody else showed up so all of his acting is against you know a script girl and he's just talking at a blue screen and uh he never actually interacts with shatner or kirk or any of the rest of the the crew and uh um i get i get a kick out of that every once in a while thinking about it because they do such a great job editing it all together um you you really couldn't tell yeah yeah uh, it's it's fantastic work by the editors and by senior montalban deceased right does he's deceased? He is. He is deceased. Yeah. Yes. Well, I guess he blows up in the Reliance. So that's pretty. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, we were surprised when we first started this. Like, how many of them are deceased? Like Scotty McCoy. Well, um, fifty years old. The show now, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The show's fifty. Show's fifty. In Wrath of Khan will be thirty-five in yep. twenty seventeen. Uh, but yeah, Carol Marcus, she's gone. Yeah. Um, it was like watching an in memoriam when the opening credits started. <laughs> Paul Winfield. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know it's I'm it's a bad joke. But, um, yeah, over at uh, over at Star Wars, we're just getting around to that point where now like a lot of like minor people are 
Oh, like, oh, the guy who played Gold Leader died and like minor people have died. So I guess Kenny Baker most recently. Uh, yep. Yeah. Of, of the main cast. So. Uh, and it, and I think not too long ago, at the time we're recording this, Paul Treatham, the actor played Paul Treatham passed too. Yes. Just, uh, just very recently this, this past year or so. So no, no, just a couple of weeks ago as time recording this, but I don't want to give right. it away if you're, uh, if this is a secret as to when we're recording it. Yeah. And uh, Mark <laughs> Hamill too died. Oh, wait, that's not public oh, knowledge yet, right? <laughs> Come, yikes! You can edit that out, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, but I love Khan. Um, I, think he's, I think as a character and as an actor, he's so over the top and the whole biker look and stuff and uh, and so on. So, uh, yeah. Biker the, look. You know, he looks like a space biker. He's got him and his gang, all the leather and vests and gauntlets on their hands and stuff. You talking like Road Warrior, like uh, Mel Gibson Road Warrior look? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, bikers. You know, like Sons of Anarchy kind of stuff. Ooh. You know Sons of Anarchy. We've been talking about he's he's got his glove on, uh, yeah. and he's had this glove on through the whole film. He never took it off, and now that, that actually that fits in better. I like the biker, the biker answer. Yeah. Is it a fingerless glove? I can't see it. It is, <laughs> no, it is not. not. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> Thank God. It's a full oh, glove. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Come on, Con. It's the 80s and you're wearing gloves that have fingers on them? Come on, bro. Uh, I have to call this out for Dave. Uh, Dave, there's a little bit of V'ger noise in here when they when they do cut to Con. I know you're a big, know you're a big fan. Um, uh, but I always get a kick out of that sound. Uh, I'm a big fan of the cut scene, to Con. You are or you are not? I am. This line, I love. It's his last line in the movie. Can you not be a fan? Do you want to, do you is, want to do no, it? no, you can't get away. Is that um, from Hell's Heart thing? Is that from something? Is that like from it's Shakespeare from, uh, or something? Uh, it's from Moby Dick. It's Captain oh, Ahab's. Uh, yeah. Go. Talking the white whale. Yes. Um, but yeah, that grin of his when he comes up over the console and, you know, Guy's clearly messed up and and dying, and but he's still got enough time to uh, be excited about his uh, his death and his foe's death at the same time. I hope I'm together enough that when I die, I'm able to come up with some cool, awesome last words like that. <laughs> I'm going to say to the Jamaican nurse taking care of me from Hell's Heart, I stab at thee. She was like, "What you talking about, man?" <laughs> <laughs> as she rifles through my belongings 50 bucks in your wallet remind me of that when i'm dying to do that i'm assuming yes. you guys will be there <laughs> so yeah we, uh, we get to the show we see the shot of as he's starting to quote uh, ahab uh we get a shot of the enterprise in retreat uh through the view screen um and then Khan drops his his final line Yep. For hate's sake, I spit my last breath at thee. Is that also for Moby Dick? Yes. Yes. Okay. So do you think he actually dies, Chris? Do you think he had enough strength to climb up onto the you know, the, the shelf there and say this line and then he dies? That was the question I had for both of you. So he spits out that last line and then he starts to looks like he starts to fade. Yes. Right? I think I think he dies. I think he's alive. I think he's alive when the ship blows up. 
Oh, you think he's alive when the ship blows up? Yeah. Hmm. So can we, let's talk about this then, right? Because uh, this minute ends with Reliant exploding. Yes. Uh, and we're jumping ahead a little bit. The mains come back. The Enterprise gets Sure, the back. mains come back online. Right. Does Khan, I've always wanted to know this. Does Khan know that he lost? Well, um, if he's dead, no, he does not know that. <laughs> so you mean in that in that five second time between he says the line, Spock gets the mains back online and they go. Do you yeah. mean does he know? I I don't. I think after he says that line, he dies. So you think he di- You think he dies happy knowing he's won? And that he's, he's won. Kirk. He be- he 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 dies knowing that he won, even though he didn't. So Rathacon is a happy movie. Sure, we could put a spin on that if you want. Yeah, that's interesting because I would assume that if he was still alive, they would show him being like, no, come back. Like, you know, like being sad about the Enterprise getting away just as a way of kind of like showing that bad guys never win. Like Khan does not die satisfied. So um, maybe you're right. Maybe he does die. But I feel like if he was going to die, if he does actually die in that moment, how on earth could they deny Ricardo Montalban like a, a death scene like that where he closes, you know, fall back, his eyes rolling back in his head, that kind of stuff. So, uh, and they can be yeah, kind of vague. They do. They do. And it's, I don't know if I, if I, if I love it or I, or I hate it. Cause I, in a, in a way, uh, you know, Alex. In a way, I would. I almost want to see that shot of, you know, he sees the Enterprise go to warp, and he's like, "No!" And you know, and then the ship explodes. In a way, I want to see that, but in a, in a way, I don't even want to. I, I don't want to imagine it. It just it would. It's too Hollywood. You know, it's too Hollywood. Yeah, that's that's what I like about this is that you believe that he has said his his piece that you know for hate's sake i spit my last breath at thee that you know i i've given everything i've had to this quest of vengeance and i die you know completing that quest and not knowing you know seeing him because i feel like it would be you know they've done such a great job with everything in the movie that i feel like that would have been a little tacky to to see him you know I, i don't know i just feel like that would have been I think of like Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade when, you know, Harrison Ford jumps off the tank and the guy who's in the top of the tank goes over the cliff and it's like you see him. That's that's what I feel like that that scene would be in with Ricardo Montalban, you know. We saw him going off the cliff. <laughs> you basically see him like going off the cliff. Yes. Although one thing I like about them not showing him actually, you know, fall back and die with his tongue hanging out of his mouth that theoretically a passing ship could have transported him off before it blew up so they could they could bring him back for another uh, another movie so uh star trek 14 the the re-wrath of khan (laughs) oh so yeah i i don't know is you know does this make khan a tragic figure am i supposed to be happy you know it's uh, mixed emotions on I feel bad for him because I don't think he knows that he lost. Like that's that's where I think he. I don't think he knows. Well, then you should feel good for him. I should feel good for him because because he dies. He died. He dies happy. assuming he won. Yeah. Right. He dies happy. Yeah. So you're right. That's all any of us could hope for. Well, I don't think he. I don't know if he dies happy. I think he di- dies fulfilled. Like he fulfilled his vengeance. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's happy. 
Well, you die satisfied, I guess. There you go, satisfied. But isn't that the lesson that bad guys always learn is that, you know, revenge really is, you know, it's not going to make you feel better. It's not going to bring his wife back. So you think he had that moment of like, oh, regret. I shouldn't have done that. I think, think they should have shown him collapse and be like, it was all worth it. Now I can die happy. <laughs> and he dies with a smile on his face. Maybe there's an edit somewhere. <laughs> Part of the director's cut. Let's get back to the action on the Enterprise. So that was our uh, last shot of Khan, but we cut back to see the torpedo for a minute looking ominous. And then we cut to enter- engineering and Spock um, uh, lifting up. What did you call it, Dave? Knob. The knob. The knob. It totally is a knob. And uh, there's a lot of uh, great grimacing and Spock, a good shot of Spock's face here. And he looks like that, that thing is either really heavy or he's in a lot of pain. Although, again, uh, he doesn't seem nearly as worse for wear, wear as you think he would. Yeah, they could have really, you know, uh, gone all out with this, with the face melting, right? <laughs> you just been like a skull when he still alive, but he would just have like a skull on the uh, with eyeballs right. in it. Right. Would he still have pointy ears? Yeah. Well, it's part of his skeleton. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love that the they uh, once he gets the, the the knob back on, they cut to the Apple II display. <laughs> yes. uh, Nominal. Nominal. It's a little spreadsheet going on there, a little little graph, and uh, I think we we did we did. I have to just point out we we talked about this uh, early on. I don't know if it was on the Kobayashi Maru, um, but we actually saw that same, same that same, same sequence, same, same graphic. Yeah, yeah, same graphic going nominal. Um, so some reused footage there, um, but that's okay. Uh, and then they cut to Cadet Todd. Yes, and again, big line. Mr. Casual. Yeah, the big line. Sir, the mains are back online. He's like, um, uh, in case you were curious, just so you know, they're back online. Like, if it matters, he's not at all urgent about it. Or, oh, he's yeah, Mr. Yeah, you said it. You said it, Mr. Casual. I mean, he's like, sir, the mains are back online. Yeah, I'd have pee running down the front of my pants at this point <laughs> if I was him. The only way he could be more casual is if he had his sweater tied around his neck. <laughs> So uh, we get Kirk saying, bless you, Scotty. Kosulu. Great line. Love it. Love the delivery. Um, I love the emotion he puts into it, too. It's like success. Like we did. We finally, you know, we got out of it. Like his his mode changes from, you know, despair to success in one instant. The uh, Do you think Sulu is pushing way too many buttons in response to that? Go, Sulu. <laughs> Well, he probably had, had to close. Have... He probably had to close like tabs they had open while he was, you know, he was writing <laughs> to his daughter saying, "Well, it looks like we're going to die now." So, oh wait, sorry, and then you know, and so on. Well, I, I feel would... like he would have had warp speed ready. Yeah, like, I would have, have my hand on the hand on the throttle, right? Just tell yeah. me when. Just tell me when. Like that's my only job right now is to plot a course and get us out of here. Push the button. Yeah, but that's the thing, Dave. No plotting courses. Just go <laughs> floor it. Yeah. We saw Khan do that earlier, right? When he. Channel on the throttle on Reliant. That's what I would expect Sulu to do there. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah, they hit the warp speed and Reliant. We get a like, nice little uh, one, two, three punch of Reliant backing away from Reliant and then boom. 
and the nebula. Uh, I like the way that I like the the warp enterprise. I like the uh, effect they do on it. I know that's always a challenge is how do you depict a spaceship going really fast? And uh, I think that's uh, I like the the trick they use in this one. Do you have a do you have a favorite uh, warp effect? Because they've used uh, several of them over the course of the films. Um, from the point of view of the ship, or from the, the outside the ship, or inside the ship. Uh, outside the ship. Outside. Yeah. Hmm. I guess the one I'm most familiar with is the um, the Enterprise. The you know the Next Generation Enterprise. Where it would kind of almost like stretch a bit before it went, like the the, oh, the really? saucer yep. would go first, and then the engines would go behind it, kind of the way mm. it looked. So you don't like the uh, the the rainbow bright one that they do in the uh, motion picture? I don't. I haven't seen the motion picture enough to be able to comment on that. Unfortunately, I've probably only seen it twice, and it's been several years. So. Uh... Sorry. Well, lucky you, only twice. <laughs> I, that was the first, I saw that in the movie theater, and maybe that's what made me think Star Trek was very boring. Because <laughs> I was like, there's nothing going on in this movie. And then I saw it as an adult, and I still thought it was boring, but at least I, it was less boring as an adult, because you're used to stuff being boring when you're an adult. But uh, as a kid, forget about it. I, I always tr- I always try to, to, to forgive it, to forgive the film, but uh, I introduced my, my son to it. Uh, probably two or three years ago, and uh, he was would have been ten or eleven. Um, and you know, he he watched it. He's a he's a science fiction fan. He loves Star Wars, so he, he's totally yeah. I'll watch Star Trek with you. And uh, and halfway halfway through the movie, he's like, "So are we just going to keep watching people look out the window?" <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he nailed it. Like the uh, years of criticism that's been thrown on that movie, and he nailed it. And like, where'd you hear that from? <laughs> But it's uh, yeah, so that that would not be a good intro to Star Trek. I agree. It would not. Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, the Reliant blows up. Boom! It does. So I want to comment on this next minute. So I'm going to save all of my comments on the explosion for next minute. Yeah, I have explosion comments too. Okay. All right. Uh, did anybody else have any notes on any other notes on this one? Uh. I guess this is the last time we look at the Reliant. I think it looks, I think it's a cool design for a ship. I know it's kind of, I always like that about Star Trek that they kind of use the same kind of template for all their ships, just kind of like rejiggered them around. Like, oh, let's put the nacelles over here. Now let's put them on the top. So uh, it's a good way of making the ships all look like Star Trek ships without necessarily copying the Enterprise directly. So uh, good work, so, guys so and we, gals. We had- yeah, we talked about this a little bit, specifically about the Reliant, that when the the producers were running out of time and they had the artists, like, you know, put the, the blueprints together for what the Reliant was going to look like and they send it off and it was halfway across the world and the producers looked at the, the, the picture for the Reliant upside down. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we see the Reliant this way. Oh, that's cool. They're like skis. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks very, and we talked about it too, it looks very predatorial that way. Oh, it's, it totally yeah, does. Yeah, and whether that was you know happy coincidence because it got it just built like that, but it, I think it's always it's it's always suited, uh, you know the the commander of the ship of Khan. I just think it's a perfect fit. Ship of Khan. All right, gang. Uh, well, why don't we wrap it up here? Um, Alex, do you want to share with folks where they can find you online? Uh, I do a podcast called Star Wars Minute, me and my friend Pete the Retailer, in which we do what you guys are doing for Wrath of Khan, but we do it with Star Wars. 
And we're doing Attack of the Clones now, so go to StarWarsMinute.com and check it out. And you get it through iTunes and so on, etc. Etc. And we, and we should point out, Alex, just the way you said that, right? you guys started it all. We were inspired by you. <laughs> the way you said it there sounded a little bit like, oh yeah, we do the same thing you guys do. <laughs> well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like all uh, boasty. But uh, yeah, you guys basically are ripping us off, and that's uh, what we. Uh... <laughs> well, we, we 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 thank you for allowing us to rip you off. You are welcome. The check is in the mail. The check off. Uh, uh, all right. All we got. <laughs> So, folks, you can find us online. We're at Twitter at WOK Minute. We're uh, at RathaconMinute.com. We're on Instagram as well as Rathacon Minute. And uh, we are going to be back again here on Friday with Alex uh, talking about Minute 96 of Star Trek II here at the Rathacon Minute. 